You're listening to the Business Equation Podcast with Nick Bogaz. The solution to every equation in business and in life can be summed up with one word, mindset. Get ready as Nick takes you deep into the philosophy of mindset mastery alongside entrepreneurs and professionals who've harnessed the power of clear, definitive thinking and leveraged it to build tangible success. And now, here's your host, Nick Bogaz. Welcome to the Business Equation Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bogaz, and today's guest is Luke Vandeveer. Luke is a rank and rent SEO expert, and today he's going to talk about his journey and the entrepreneurial journey that he has been on. I think you're going to enjoy it. I know I enjoyed the conversation. And without further ado, here is Luke. Luke, how are you today? Nick, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Would you mind giving our listeners the 411 on who you are today and what you're going to bring to the show? Sure can. I help 9 to 5 employees create a passive income by working online part-time, generating leads for local business owners. And I also help those local business owners generate more leads for themselves. So I'd imagine that's something that, that you perfected for yourself first, and now you like to take that to others. So would you mind rewinding for us and tell us uh, about yourself and how you got into the uh, entrepreneur lifestyle and, and how it all started? Yeah, sure. I have a marketing and management background. That's what I went to school for undergrad, then MBA in HR. I got a job at General Electric uh, in human resources, and I was doing that for a few months before I realized that this whole corporate world thing is not for me and started looking for other ways to make money, some kind of method of making a passive income where I could build something one time, get paid from it, and just use that money to enjoy myself and do what I want. And it kind of set me on a path of trying different business models from multi-level marketing to Facebook advertising to SEO. And I eventually came across Rank and Rent and Website Rental, which I've been doing now. And that really set me up to be able to do what I want with my time. So really, a lot of it was about time for you. You wanted, you wanted your time. You didn't want to be stuck nine to five or let's be honest, uh, seven to seven or seven to nine, right? So More realistically, yeah. Yeah, more realistic. So... To fill our, our listeners in, what is the, you said rate and review, or how do you say that? Rank and rent. It's Rank um, and it's, rent. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Explain to everybody out there what rank and rent is. Rank and rent. Yep, that's the industry term. So essentially, we are finding a profitable market somewhere on Google, right? People go to Google all the time to search for everything. So we're trying to find a profitable market. We build a website to take advantage of that. So to get visibility in Google so people see it. And then when customers come to that website, we refer those customers out to a local business owner and we charge them for our marketing service, for sending them the leads. Give us an example of maybe something you've done lately for somebody that, that would fit right into this. Yeah, sure. So, you know, irvingtxcarpetcleaning.com is a good example. So if you go to you know, Google, you type in carpet cleaning, Irving, Irving, Texas, you know, say you're in the area, you're looking to have your carpets cleaned, you type that in. My website's going to come up somewhere in that list right on the first page. Somebody goes to that, fills out the info, you know, hey, I need a carpet cleaner. I need two rugs done, hallway, something else. And that information is automatically sent to a business that I'm working with who is paying me for those leads. So you're essentially taking over this digital real estate online, right? That spot on page one where people see it because you know people every month are going to be searching for that because it's a, a valuable service people need. 
and the business is just taking those leads and paying for the leads. So it kind of creates this passive income. The leads are going to them and they pay me for it. And how long have you been working for yourself then? I think it's been a little over six years now. And have you built a team out as well? So the cool thing about this is you don't actually need much of a team. My team is really just VAs. So virtual assistants from different countries. I don't need, you know, employees or anything. I just kind of project manage it myself. You know, I'll tell them, I've trained them on each aspect of the process. So I'll say, you know, I want to go into this niche. Here's the site I want to do, build it out. And then they'll just pass it right along. Somebody will write the content. Somebody will build the site. Somebody will do all the work to get the site showing up. And then somebody else will make the calls to the business owners to get it rented out to create that income. So where does somebody start with virtual assistants? I I find it interesting that when somebody thinks of a virtual assistant, they may think of somebody in a foreign country for eight bucks an hour that that does work for them. Like what's the realistic approach to a virtual assistant? Yeah, I mean, I really love the foreign countries because there are some people that are very, very smart. But because of the wage difference, you can get somebody who's really, really great that would cost, you know, a full-time salary here, 40, 50,000 a year for pennies over there. So you could pay essentially a a part-time wage or something here and get a very quality person. One of the websites I've used is onlinejobs.ph. Philippines is great. There's a lot of people that are very highly educated, speak great English. Um, They're also very easy to work with and you can train them on whatever you need them to do. And because uh, all of this is on the internet uh, for rank and rent and website rental, it's something that's very easy to um, teach people and have them do from anywhere in the world. So it happens to be a great fit for that. Yeah, I think that's what's interesting because people hear virtual assistant, they, they think they want to have virtual assistants or maybe a few, but they don't know how to do it. So I think that does maybe broaden the horizons for some people out there. What lessons have you learned of being an entrepreneur? Like, I'm sure you didn't just start the, the rank and rent and hit a home run right out of the gate, right? Like was, there's been lots of ups and downs because you share some of those ups and downs with us and kind of the the uh, the frame of thinking that you had that said, man, I, I wasn't crazy quitting General Electric and <laughs> all the money I have wrapped up in my education. Like this is uh, a, a good thought for me. Like how did you manage through that? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, it's definitely how you look at it. I try to look at everything as, a challenge and see what I can learn from it. And it wasn't always like that. My original thought was find something where I can create passive income and get out of this job. That was my only mission. And I was looking at all these different models. And the first one I tried was the multi-level marketing. And, you know, it happened to be ironically, the pizza shop down the street, the guy who runs it was the person who introduced me to it. I did that for a long time. And I realized that it's not going to allow passive income. The main problem with that one was that you had to keep working. There was at no point where you could just stop and kind of sit back as the checks roll in because everyone that was part of your team um, that you were building with that type of model was looking to you for leadership. So you couldn't really just sit back. They would just do the same thing. I was like, okay, maybe that one's not the one for me. And I tried something else. Then we went to Facebook advertising. That was another great one. I, I tried, had no idea what I was doing, paid for a course on it, learned that, started trying to advertise for clients. And then I realized that ads go through fatigue. So, you know, everybody's in the market seen that ad, it starts to lose its effectiveness. So now you have to come up with new creative advertising and try to launch something else. So all these different business models always had some kind of issue. And I could never find one that allowed a good mix of 
time and money. Like I have money coming in, but I don't have to continuously spend time on something to keep it going. I could just kind of, I needed something where I could build it one time and leave it. And the closest I got was search engine optimization. It's another thing where I paid somebody to learn it because I believe in education. I think self-education is very important. I think it's more valuable than my four years at school or the MBA program. And I took that SEO skill set. I started working for clients. I would charge them a couple thousand dollars, work on their websites, help them you know, move up in Google so they get visibility. But again, it was not allowing me any time freedom because you are beholden to the client. They're calling you at all hours of the night and day. Hey, update this image on my website. Hey, can you make this quick change? You know, send me that report. And, you know, I finally, it hit me, you know, I could just use this and own my own asset. And if I'm in control of it, I don't have to answer to anybody. I could take these leads. I could send it to somebody else and I won't have to worry about it. Right. My, my time is now free. It just took a while to get there. And it was just trying to learn what you can from each of these other models and figure it out along the way. I like what you said about the self-education. Could you talk a a little bit more about after college, what you've done to self-educate yourself and continue learning? Yeah. I, I know a lot of people like, you know, listening to podcasts and reading books and it's all personal preference. Um, yes. My thing has always been videos. I love watching videos and talks from different people. So I've watched a ton of Ted talks. I've seen Tony Robbins. He was a great one. I've also paid for lots of courses on different types of business models. I wanted to learn, right? I wanted to do Facebook advertising. I bought a course on it. I wanted to learn uh, search engine optimization. I paid for a course on it. I think it's really important to find a person who is where you want to be and then model what they do. It's actually one of the things Tony Robbins talked about in one of his talks. He was talking about modeling success. Essentially, find someone who has what you want, copy what they do, and you'll get the same results. So you know, I'm looking for the person who has the skill set I want. I'm going to pay them whatever they want to learn that skill set, and now I can apply it to what I'm doing and make a difference for myself. When you're looking for the courses, are you looking at the price tags? Are you more about who is teaching the courses? It's more about who's teaching it. Now, I understand that you know, certain amounts of money may you know, trigger you based on you know, how much it is versus how much you make or how much you have saved, whatever the case may be. But it's more about the value the course can provide you versus what you're paying for it. Like one of the courses I paid for, for search engine optimization was, what was that one? $5,000. And at the time my salary was $45,000. So it was a significant amount of money. It's more than a month of work to, uh, to pay for that course. But in thinking about it, it's, it's a mindset thing, right? It's going to still get you in the stomach. You're like, oh, that's a lot. I don't know if I could do that. But it's the mindset you take going in, right? Well, what's the other option? You can sit at the job you don't like, and I can complain about it like most people would do, poor me, or I could switch the attitude to I have to do something about it. This is an alternative that I can, I can make happen. I just have to work at it. So I, I have to make that investment, right? And if, if I make this work, I can very easily make that back. So it's something where I'm just going for it regardless. You really feel like the best investment somebody can make is in, their, in themselves? Oh, 100%. All those skill sets can always be applied. It's like all these things I've tried to learn for other business models I was doing, I can now use them in this business. And it's crazy because you could always learn something from everybody and from any course you take. And if I get one valuable nugget that I could use it's worth it. It doesn't really matter the amount of money it is. 
right? Like I, there was a sales course I paid $10,000 for that course has paid me 150 times over, you know, since I took that. So unless it's some insane amount of money that I, I can't possibly come up with, yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to be considering it very heavily if I think that person has a skill set that I want to learn. Do you like in-person seminars as well? I've done a couple of those, but I actually really like just online, kind of do it at your own pace. Big fan of that because you can pause and rewind and go back, right? I, I realize that you might not get everything the first time. And learning is always tough with something new. So I try to go through and pick up as much as I can, take notes, and then kind of go back and pause and play the videos and apply the concepts as I work through it. That's how I work best anyways. What I like that you're saying is it seems like you're very self-aware because everybody learns a little bit different. I think the quicker that you figure out how you learn, then you can learn better because you're right. Some people like books and podcasts and, you know, and there's uh, audible out there and then there's YouTube and in-person seminars or like you're saying the online seminars. So where do you think, and when do you think this, the self-awareness that you have about yourself came into play? Was it something that you've always had or was it something as you've grown older that you've become more self-aware or, or where do you contribute that to? I think it's more with age and relationships. So not even related to business, just dating and girlfriends and things that make you realize, you know, that you need to pay a little bit more attention about you know, what you're thinking and how you're acting and so forth. <laughs> and I think pulling that into the business world has helped me tremendously because just knowing, you know, how I am and trying to think things out as effectively as possible has helped tremendously. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I like what you said about relationships because you're right. It, they, they do bleed into the, the business world and they're very important. And I think you're right when you start to gain some self-awareness in your personal relationships and then you do some deep, self digging and, and really try to figure out who you are. There are some things that come up and I, th I think you're right. Like how to learn is so important because I think there's so many people out there that don't realize how they particularly learn and it can be really advantageous to, to the growth. Where do you see your business going now that you've tried to create all this time? Do you use that time for fun or I'm imagining you use that time to really build more businesses would be my guess. Yeah, it's um, that's the one thing I hadn't considered when I was trying to do this. <laughs> Originally, I was like, I, I want to get out. And that was the only thing I had in my mind, do whatever it takes to get out. And then I got out and I, I walked out on a Tuesday morning, I quit my job. I was like, that's it. I got enough coming in from these websites that are all rented out where I don't need this anymore. And it was kind of a strange feeling. It was almost being like back in college. Or like if you had, uh, you know, you were laid off and you had severance for a few months, it was very strange because you didn't have to work. So I took the first week and just kind of did whatever. I was at the gym in the middle of the day and I was wandering around. I was in New York City. So, you know, I was going to do all the uh, tourist things that uh, I had never done, even though I've lived in New York my entire life. You know, go see the Statue of Liberty, go over to Ellis Island and go see the memorial for 9-11, all these different things. And, you know, after about a week of just hanging out, I was like, okay, I, I can't just retire at 28. I have to do something here and come up with some kind of schedule. So I kind of sat down and planned out what I wanted to do. And it was, I ended up creating a, a somewhat relaxed schedule for myself where I'd work a few days a week and just continue building these websites and kind of create a, a larger income from it that would allow me to, you know, do what I want with my time. 
So, I mean, at this point, I spend a few hours a week building sites. You know, I have a, a coaching program where I help people do the same. And I spend a lot of time golfing. I like those answers. So you really looked at it and you said, you know what? I want to scale this thing because if I'm making X from this amount of time, what if I put a little bit more time in and I could make X, Y, and Z? And that's kind of what, how you looked at it, right? So you scaled it. Do you think there's a point where, where you look back at where you're at now and you scale it again? I was originally just trying to replace a job. And then after I did that, my goal was, you know, hundred grand a year, because that's the thing everybody always wants. So I had six figures, just got to hit that number. And, you know, I, I didn't even have a reason for it other than that, you know, everybody always says, Hey, let's do that. So I was like, okay. So I hit that number. And then I was like, I, I don't really have, there's no specific thing that I wanted that requires so much more than that to keep going. But I've continued to do it anyways, just because why not? The process is pretty easy. And I didn't really know what else to do with my time. Yeah, I, I think that's important too. What you said is knowing what you really want, because sometimes when you you get to a certain income or a certain level of success and you, you look back and you think, okay, well, here I am, this is great and all, but what do I need to keep doing it for? You're making a certain point, you're comfortable. There's really, you have the money in the bank, but there's really nothing that you, you're saying you want to buy. So what, what keeps you going now? Well, you know, at this point, I, I think first it, the issue was defining success. I had never done that. It never occurred to me to do that, right? And I was basing it off what other people defined it as, which was maybe that $100,000 or getting rid of the job. And at some point you have to evaluate what that means to you. But what it means to me is the ability to have time freedom. I think it's always been like that. And I have that now. So now my next mission here is to help other people do the same. So the thing that I've been using a lot of my time for, and the thing that gives me fulfillment is helping um, a lot of my coaching students do the same thing that I did, whether it's quit their job or, you know, as the business owner, help create a passive income on the side so they can, they could leave if they want to, or generate enough leads with their business where they can hire help and then step away so they can create that free time too. And it doesn't feel uh, exactly the same as when I quit. That was a pretty awesome feeling, but it's pretty close. Do you have any of your students that you've helped that um, is a total success story that you could share with us? Yeah, we got one. Um, B- Billy Williams, he's my favorite. He's uh, he's down in Florida. He owns a company called B&G Concrete. He's one of the guys that was you know on right when I started you know doing the coaching, and he has a, a concrete website that pulls in so much work. He was able to go from like one crew, just himself and a couple guys, to now running five crews. And I think the last time we talked, it was $25,000 a month just in profit. He was making off a single website. And that was just, you know, a lead generation website based on the the course we put together and the structure that we've kind of perfected over the past few years. So he loves you. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. He just, he sent me a video today. They just got back from doing a, a commercial water park in the area. So he sent a video of the on the ground, they had resurfaced the whole thing and repainted it all the super intricate hand painted um, thing. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's, that's pretty cool to see. That's awesome. And I think that's, what's important too. And I like what you said about trying to define success. And I think there is a part when everyone sets out that their success can be divine, defined by what they do, but there's a certain point when somebody gets success, they start to define it by how they can help others and how they can really make an impact. So that, that's what you're doing out there people like Billy Williams, I'm sure you've gotten uh, stories over and over about others that you've been able to teach this to. So I think that that's fantastic. 
And where can people find out more about you if they want to want to get more of it, Luke, if they want to take your course, where do you send them to? Sure. Yeah. The, the website's website, rentalcoaching.com. We have a webinar that walks through the whole process from finding that niche where you think there can be value to building the website, getting it to the top of Google so people see it, and then how to get it rented out to the business owner and have that payment come in on autopilot so you can create that passive income. And you know, after you go through that, you'll have a good idea of you know, what's involved in the process, you know, how it works, and you'll also have the opportunity to apply to work with my team if that's something you want to do and you want to kind of go a little faster. And that was going to be my next question is how fast. So like if somebody starts today, realistically, when would they start to see money come in? If they were to join the coaching program, it'd probably be like 90 days, four months. Um, okay. That's typically the time frame to rank a new website in Google and start generating you know, enough traffic to, to make it valuable and to rent it out to a business. You know, if you're trying to do this yourself, you know, like I did, not recommended. It's probably going to take a long time. Well, I appreciate that. And now it's time we get to solve the equation to Luke's success. Luke, are you ready for seven rapid fire questions? Hit me. Let's do it. All right. Best seminar or teaching you've ever been to? Tony Robbins. Favorite item you bought recently under a hundred bucks? Under a hundred bucks? Yep. Ooh, puppy parenting book. I'm going to get a Bernadoodle. So I'm going to need that. Name an idol or hero of yours that you've met in person. Tiger Woods. Favorite book to give as a gift? To give as a gift. Think and grow rich. It's our favorite here on the show. Something you do every morning. Every morning, fruit smoothie and a protein shake. Your personal mantra or favorite quote? There is no try. There is only do. Place you go to decompress and reset. The gym. Luke, we appreciate your time today. Thank you for being a guest on The Business Equation and the utmost success to you. Thank you, Nick. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's Mindset Journey on the Business Equation Podcast. Now, it's time for you to take what you learned today and put it to work in your life each and every day. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so you're the first to know when new episodes go live. We'll see you next time on the Business Equation, where the solution is always in the mindset.